Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of BBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod. Chris Baker's here with me, and we are here for another Monday morning episode. Chris, start us off in the normal fashion with today's weather. In Los Angeles, California, it is cloudy 54. In Houston, Texas, it is cloudy 81. And in Chicago, Illinois, it is scattered rain showers with a high of 49 degrees. And in New York City, it is cloudy 42. Well, Christmas is over now. We are officially passed in on our way to the new year. Uh, you know, Chris, how how was your Christmas? Yeah, you know, how was your Christmas? Did it go as planned? Yep, it was amazing. That is wonderful to hear. Mine was quite fantastic. Also, uh, you know, got to spend both Christmas Eve and Christmas over at my sister's house so i got to see my nephew and the dogs and the cats and i was a very happy person um for those two days want to hear how great my christmas was i would love to so i slept in until nine o'clock on christmas Mm -hmm. got up had breakfast opened the presents went to a friend's house for a few hours Mm mm-hmm and then came home and took the tree down, and the tree was all gone, packed away by 3 o'clock. It was awesome. So you were successful in your goal of taking the tree down the same day. Oh, yeah. There wasn't a doubt in my mind that that was happening. Wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Proud. Not a doubt in my mind. You know, that that's a lot of... Uh, I, I don't think I could take it down the same day. Like, I'd have to wait a day, maybe. Like, you know, do it the next day. Uh... Because on the day of oh, no. Christmas... Oh, no. I'm Once sure. you take it down the first time on Christmas, you're like, oh, my God, this is awesome. <laughs> because you have all this celebration, and then there's always that period where you're doing nothing. So you're just sitting there. But then you're like, I might as well just take down the Christmas tree. Christmas is over. We've done everything that we're going to do. So let's just take it down. Turn on a movie take it down and life is great it's awesome taking it down same day yeah i guess my theory or my thought process is basically that the tree can stay up as long as christmas is technically still happening so it can stay up for the entire day of christmas uh on the 26th though it can come down i don't mind it one bit well nick this is gonna blow your mind and you're going to hate it. But you know what? I'm going to tell you. Sucks to be you. That's what I'm going to tell you. Because I'll, I'm going to step further. We took down our work Christmas tree the day, two days before Christmas. See, that's blasphemy, in my opinion. Uh... Nope. Came down two days before. Because in that way, we don't need to go to work early. Mm-hmm after the break to take down the tree before the office opens so we took I mean, fair. two days before christmas because the office was closed no one would know the difference she's down she's packed away down in the basement in the dungeon i i can understand i can understand the thought process on that one uh, so i can't really argue all too heavily on that for a home christmas tree though my uh my rule is at least 
like one day after Christmas. The 26th, you know take it down. You know what? Someday you'll come around to my theory. You know, the one thing I'll give myself is at least I'll never be one of those people that leaves all the Christmas stuff up until March. You know? No, you probably leave your stuff up until after the New Year's. You know, it, it depends. I would like to think that it'd be down even before New Year's. Because, again, I don't think there's really any need to keep it up after Christmas is over. You know, it's kind of like the thought process behind watching the Christmas movies and stuff. Like, there are certain ones you can watch uh, after Christmas has ended. But overall, are you really going to watch Christmas movies? Like, you know, say the Hallmark Christmas movies, maybe, or whatever else, God after me. Christmas is over? No, soon as Christmas is over, Hallmark switches right to Valentine's Day next. You should know this. You're an avid lover of Christmas. You should know this. Midnight, soon as the clock strikes midnight and it's now December 26th, shaboom, vakaluka, and it's Valentine's Day for Hallmark. I feel like you just created your own language there for a second. Uh... No, I'm just telling you the Christmas facts. When Christmas well, no, no, is no, over, no. The that part's comes fine. Down. That part was fine. I wasn't arguing that part, but it sounded like you created your own language there for a second. Um, yeah, no, I, it's the same, like, that's the same thought, that thought process that I have, uh, when it comes to the Christmas decorations, after Christmas is over, once the 26th hits, it can come down. I say five o'clock Christmas day, it can come down. So, you know, we differ a little bit, not entirely, you know, we don't differ on a major scale, but we disagree a little. Well, if you're not, if you're done with the celebrations, take it down. I suppose. I just like to take that, like the rest of that day, to just kind of, you know, let it all sink in, let it continue to just kind of. Yeah, but you live you. in a Hallmark Christmas movie life, Nick. I don't know. I just love it. I I love it. I love Christmas. I want it to last as long as possible. That being said, I won't drag it out past you know the actual day of Christmas. If I can I'm not it. saying I hate Christmas, but I'm saying once the holiday's over, it's over. Time yeah, to move. In in my mind, and you know, for me, the holiday's not over until the clock strikes midnight. But see, the thing is, when you have a birthday party, do you leave the birthday decorations all up all day, or once the party's over, do you take them down? It depends. Of course, it does. It depends. Yeah, of course it does. You're too quick to strip it all down. No. <laughs> when it's over, it's over. Pack it up. See you next year if you're lucky. Uh, well, we definitely differ on this, but we have quite a lot of news to get into. So we'll put that to bed for now. We'll argue over that uh, off air. But, <laughs> but I, I have one final statement for this. Um, okay. When I said, if you're lucky mm -hmm. to see it next year, I have a story behind that. Okay. Because last year when I took down the Christmas tree at work, I went down there to get it this year. And we have three of them. All three of them were gone. But, uh, no one knows where they went. Not a clue. I tore apart the entire basement. No one has a clue where it went. So we had to buy uh, three new Christmas trees. So when I say if you're lucky... Your Christmas tree might go poof. Just gone. 
just turned to dust. The Grinch came and stole our Christmas trees. And for once, it wasn't me. Yeah, right. The Grinch, the Grinch didn't even steal Christmas, just stole the trees. It's gotten a little oh. less enthusiastic over the years. Exactly. You know, you make a great point there because all the other Christmas decorations were right where I left them. And then the <laughs> trees were just gone. There's no trees. You don't get trees. Like the ornaments and everything were still there. And just like no trees. Little, yeah, and like the little things that get put in waiting rooms and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all there stacked up in this cabinet and all that. And then the trees were right on the left of it. Went down there, all three trees were gone. That's crazy. It no, just makes no, you really wonder were. what happened to him. The Grinch, I'm telling the you. Grinch. The Grinch. The magic of the Christmas Grinch. Yep. But like Nick said, we have lots of news to get into. And starting off with the COVID-19 era, President Biden has a winter plan to tackle the increasing number of the COVID-19 cases we are seeing across the country. The president said we should all be concerned but not panic. The president did not announce any kind of lockdown, but he did say the administration plans on doing several things, including purchasing 500 million at-home rapid COVID-19 tests to send to American households for free starting in January. You will be able to request those using a new website. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said they were still working out the final details of how the website will work, how shipping and who will ship them and all that will be worked out, but more to come soon on that. They will also be establishing new testing sites across the country, including in New York. We have been seeing extremely long lines for tests. They will deploy 1,000 military doctors, medics, and nurses in January and February across the country to help exhausted hospital staff. Plus, they will immediately send an additional 100 medical personnel to Michigan, Indiana, Wisconsin, Arizona, New Hampshire, and Vermont, on top of the 300 who were already sent out. FEMA will be helping hospitals with capacity with more beds to treat COVID-19 patients. FEMA will set up new pop-up vaccination and booster clinics in high-demand areas. The president will continue to utilize the Defense Production Act to produce more COVID tests and supplies. There is no pill to treat symptoms of COVID-19. Last week, the FDA approved Pfizer's pill under emergency use authorization. The pill is called Paxlovid. This drug is only available through prescription. The FDA says this drug is best for people to take if they just tested positive for COVID-19 and over the age of 12, along with weighing over 88 pounds. Your symptoms for this medication need to be mild or moderate, but you are at significant risk at hospitalization and death. The FDA says the pill is most effective to take right after diagnosis in five days of symptoms onset. If you do get a prescription from your doctor, you will get three tablets together two times a day for five days. That is a total of 30 tablets. This is not authorized for pre-exposure or post-exposure. The FDA made it very clear this medication is not a substitute for the vaccine. Some possible side effects are impairment of sense of taste, high blood pressure, mild muscle aches, and it could lead to drug resistance if you have HIV and are taking medicines for that. 
The FDA said this pill is not recommended for those who have liver or kidney impairments. Pfizer says they have 65,000 sets available now for use before the end of the year, and by the end of January they will have 200,000 more. As always, these recommendations now go to the CDC for approval or for denial. The Labor Department pushed back the enforcement of the COVID-19 vaccine mandate policy for all U.S. companies with more than 100 employees. We told you about a week ago now that the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals ruling that basically reinstated the OSHA policy nationwide and eliminated the stay that was put in place by the Fifth Circuit. As a result of that ruling, the Labor Department put out a notice saying they were going to give employers more time to get their employees compliant with the OSHA rule. Originally, the deadline for employees to be fully vaccinated or regularly tested was January 4th, but now the Labor Department will not start citations for non-compliance of the OSHA emergency temporary standard before January 10th, and it will not start issuing citations for testing requirements before February 9th. As long as employers is, quote, exercising reasonable good faith efforts and efforts to come into compliance with the OSHA rule. Back in early November, when these rules came out, all the U.S. companies with more than 100 employees would be required to provide OSHA compliance paperwork for all of its employees. And beyond that, OSHA would be conducting on-site inspections. Basically, those companies need to show OSHA that all of their employees have either been fully vaccinated, received an approved exemption, work full-time remotely, or have decided to regularly test. The company must require full documentation of those tests as well. For every employee that doesn't comply, they will be fined $13,000 plus per employee and up to $136,000 if the company willfully violates the rules. Understand, as we told you last week, several appeals have already been filed to the Supreme Court. Speaking of the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court said yes, the justices will hear cases against the OSHA tester vaccine mandate, and they will also hear the CMS vaccine mandate for healthcare workers in facilities that receive Medicare and Medicaid funding. The oral arguments against both of these cases will be January 7th. As always, there are no cameras allowed in the court, but you can listen to oral arguments at supremecourt.gov. If you are one of the 41 million Americans that have a federally backed student loan, the president has frozen payments due and set the interest rate to zero for another 90 days. That means federally backed loan repayment will not start until May 1st. This is not student loan forgiveness. This is an extension of the moratorium that was put into place back in March of 2020. The president says he is doing this because people are still struggling to pay their bills in the pandemic. He said the payments will start again. He also added that people should look into options to lower the payment due amount based on income and in the student loan forgiveness for public service workers. If you qualified for it before, you qualify again. If you donated at all this holiday season, all right? Any time this year, you could get a tax write-off for helping other people. 
Thanks to a temporary IRS rule, this rule allows more people to deduct cash donations to qualifying charities on their 2021 federal income tax. For those of you who itemize this is not new, you have always been doing this, but for those of you, nearly 85% of taxpayers who take the standard deduction, this new rule says married couples filing jointly can write up write off nearly $600 in cash donations and individual taxpayers can deduct up to $300 of cash donations. On top of your standard deduction and taking this deduction could adjust your gross income and taxable income. This temporary rule was continued through the American Rescue Act and will not continue into 2022 unless Congress passes another law. For 2021, if you take the standard deduction, you will also see line 12B on your tax form, and that is where you can put your cash donation deductible. There are three things that you need to know about. First, if you want to claim a cash donation, it must be made to a qualifying charity. To look up if the charity you want to donate to is qualified, go to the Tax Exempt Organization search tool on irs.gov and you can look it up from there. Second, the donation must be made before December 31st of this year for it to qualify for your 2021 tax return. Finally, make sure you have a document from that charity to prove your donation or you can use a canceled check. That way, if for some reason you need to, you can prove that donation to the IRS at tax time. The holidays are a great time to give and charities across the country have seen dramatic increases in donations since the beginning of the pandemic. Not to mention the Red Cross is always in need of help, especially given all of the natural disasters we have seen in 2021. If you do decide to give, make sure you aren't getting scammed because there are a lot of scammers out there. The Department of Homeland Security is going back to construction along the border wall. The Biden administration announced last week the Department of Homeland Security is taking up several projects along the border wall between the U.S. and Mexico border. They are doing things like closing small gaps in the actual wall that remain opened and unfinished from prior construction, completing and installing drainage along the border to prevent flooding and relegating soil pollution completing the prior construction of border patrol maintenance and access roads to be used by border control agents and getting rid of leftover building materials. If you remember, Biden stopped all Trump-era border wall activities on his first day in office, and since then the Department of Defense and the Army Corps of Engineers have been canceling and closing down those border wall contracts to ultimately shutting down. But that has left a lot of stuff unfinished and Homeland Security Secretary says the unfinished work has left some dangerous conditions who live along the border and the border control agents along the border. These projects will begin in the new year and at the border control areas of San Diego, El Centro, Yuma, Tucson, El Paso, and the Del Rio sectors. It's also important to note that the administration is continuing to face several lawsuits from environmentalist groups over the border wall construction. These lawsuits say it causes significant damage to the environment and wildlife. 
According to the Trump administration, between 2017 and 2020, Border Patrol says 430 miles of border wall system was built. The majority wasn't new wall construction. Instead, it was much needed replacement for existing barriers. Getting into rapid news, Washington, D.C. to require proof of vaccination for restaurant, gyms, and other indoor settings as COVID-19 cases skyrocket across the country. And the January 6th committee has asked for Jim Jordan's, quote, voluntary cooperation. More on that on Medium. Nick, what do you have for us for this wonderful Monday morning good news? So for this morning's story, we have a child just acting as a complete hero. Back on December 9th, Davion Johnson saved the lives of two different people. He started out by saving the life of a fellow classmate who was choking by giving her the Heimlich, and then followed that up later the same day by helping a disabled woman escape from her burning house. Now, he was very widely uh, recognized for his efforts. He was awarded uh, honorary deputy by the sheriff's office in Muskogee, Oklahoma, where this took place. And he was recognized by the school board and by the principal, and they pointed out how, you know, his dream is to be an EMT and to work with, uh, work in that kind of field of saving people's lives. And his mom also pointed it out, recognizing uh, his bravery and how hard he worked and how much he loves to help people out. Um, so yeah, just, you know, the sixth grader saving two people's lives in the same day. Absolutely incredible. That is being a hero twice, big hero twice in one day. You know, most people can't even do that if it was just one of those. And here he is, um, doing it twice in one day and he's getting the recognition that he deserves. Absolutely. And it's just, it's crazy that he managed to do both of these things in the same day. It's like you said, a lot of people don't even get the chance to, to, you know, save someone's life once. And this kid, you know, he's a, he's a kid, he's a child, sixth, sixth grader, uh, had the chance to do it twice and, and save both people's lives. It's absolutely incredible. I'm glad he's getting that recognition. Um, because it's like you said, he absolutely deserves it. Well, that is the end of our final Monday show of the 2021 year. We will be back here Wednesday for an idiot in the news. And we will also be back Friday for the final show of 2021. Believe it or not, 2021 is coming to a close. And we'll be back 2022 for another wonderful year, hopefully. <laughs> um, but that is the end of this Monday morning news episode make sure you follow us on BBP News' Twitter account for the latest 24 hour breaking news so you are always in the know follow us on our personal accounts to see what we are up to and check out our Medium articles we are always writing about different topics than, that are discussed here on the podcast but until Wednesday morning have a great start to your final week of 2021 everybody bye guys